Hello there. Welcome to the Financial Fixer Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. Happy New Year. I have to first start with apologizing. I'm so sorry. I'm a little late to releasing a podcast this year in 2024. Can you please, please forgive me? Things got a little crazy at the end of 2023. Had a lot of family travel, visiting family. There was just a lot going on. And then I returned on New Year's Eve a little bit late. And then just kids were still out of school the whole week. (sighs) I'm sure some of you moms out there can relate or dads who are listening, that when the kids are out of school, things are a little more chaotic. So getting back into rhythm and just routine for me took an entire week to actually do. So this week is a little better. It's the first full week. All kids are back in school, at least here in in our county in Florida. So yeah, back into rhythm, back into routine. The kids are actually excited to be back in school. So that is wonderful. So yeah, I'm going to be talking about belief systems today. Today, I'm actually sharing a clip from my first coaching call of 2024 that took place last Friday. And that was with my Financial Fixer Academy. And as I was listening back and entering it, putting it into their course, so that they can have it for future replay and in their course area that goes along with the Academy program, I was like, you know what, this is a good, maybe a good little piece to share. So I shared a piece from my first book that will be published, quote me on this, that will be published this year. That is one of my big 2024 goals. And how about you? What's one? I would love it if you would share it with me or you could easily put it into a review. What your big goal is for this year? One big audacious hefty goal. If you could share, that would be amazing. My One of mine is, is publishing my book in 2024. So I'm super excited about that. More to come on that, of course, in the launch process. But anyways, this coaching call is not only a training, but it's also an open discussion. It's very interactive. Usually it is with my coaching clients, and it's always a lot of fun and can sometimes be emotional, but it's just always good what comes out of what we do together. So you will hear one of my clients chime in, Christine, to share her thoughts. And I've requested for her that to be okay with her. It's just this isn't a formal interview with Christina. I will formally interview her at some point. But she popped in and I I went ahead and let my podcast producer Taryn leave it in there because it just it was fitting. Anyways, my academy is now open for enrollment. But it's not just open for enrollment to anybody. You have to apply as we don't just allow anyone into the program. Just it just isn't that simple to just pop in and sign up because I keep a very high standard of excellence for my client's success. And you really have to be ready because it's not okay with me that you jump into my program and don't succeed, right? It's important that you shout from the rooftops that you're crushing it with your money goals because you've joined the academy and you're learning so much and you're taking the action steps, right? If you're serious about making a commitment to change your money story and you're ready to take the steps to make it happen, you know where to find me. It's all in the show notes. You can send me a message on Facebook Messenger. You can send me an email, all the things. Reach out to me directly and I will help you get access if this resonates with you. If this is what 
you're ready to do this year. I would absolutely love to have you. It would be amazing. But in the meantime, enjoy the show. I'll see you on the other side. What I wanted to do is I want to share with you piece from my book. I think this is really going to be helpful. Also, I have some questions, some prompt questions I would like to ask you. So we're doing inner work today. We're talking about our belief system. We all have one. It lies to us a lot. And we have to learn how to recognize the lies and help to fix that by telling ourselves the truth, which is I am capable. I am willing to do the work. I do not have to be like my parents or my ancestors, right? I am the cycle breaker, right? And, and, but what our brain sometimes can do is it can start popping in those negative beliefs and telling us things that aren't true until they are right. So like when we we keep repeating these patterns, we make those things that our brain is saying to us true. We just, we make it true, right? If we believe that we can, what will we do? We'll do it. If we believe that we can't, we won't do it. It, it makes it true that we can't. So working towards course correcting and doing better with our belief system is really critical. I want to ask a question, a prompt question. So if you can share one belief that you saw or learned growing up, and this doesn't all have to be all about the childhood, but we know we got all, we all got childhood trauma. Okay. If you saw something or learned growing up that you're still holding on to, even you may be working on it, right? But it's something that you still feel that you're holding on to that is this carried over belief system, this borrowed belief that's just sneaking its way in. And this belief system is something that's really not true that you're believing is true, right? We want to make, we want to prove it untrue by, ta by taking the actions we need to take, right? So when you're done sharing that, share one belief that you learned growing up that is true, that really truly is true, that is serving you. All right, so Stephanie says that each kid has to have more, more. When they ask, they receive. That's so not true. Totally, totally. I think Stephanie, I, you and I were talking about this too not long ago on one of our calls about how we're trying, if we lacked something growing up or if we felt a lack or scarcity mindset in any way, that we're almost like we're putting that on our children in a way where we're giving them too much and we're never saying no to them. And we're just running out of money all the time or not able to save and not able to really plan for our future because we keep saying yes to our kids. And, and I'm not calling anyone out. I'm like talking about myself. Like this is legit what I did for the longest time. And I still catch myself. This is something that doesn't really go away. It's just something we work on. Christine says, I've always been told not to get into my profession if I want to make money. Mm, this is, yeah, this is one. My belief is that because my job is fun, I won't make a lot of money. Got it. Like you can't have both things. And, or, right? I can do this or that, right? I can do this and make a lot of money or that and be with my passion and what I love and not make a lot of money. Right. But the truth is that it, it can be and it can be and we can 
but it, it's just, we've got to get strategic. We've got to find ways to make money while we're working our passion. That's a total thing. And it's so necessary to have a budget and be managing your money well and wisely when you're working through that, because we want to live our lives and love what we do. I get it. Yes. Yeah. I think, yeah. And it wasn't really until last year that my belief started changing a little bit it was when I first opened my business and was like, I could do coaching and work with clients and do the things that I love to do, but I'm not doing in my current job and be able to make money doing that. I've just, I've come to this like realization. Yes, I will not make money in my full-time job. Like I'm just, I'm never going to make a lot of money here. Like it's just not, it's not set up. It's a university setting. The salary range just doesn't allow for it. And for what I want to do, there's no room for me to move up. But if I choose to stay here, there's a lot of other benefits. So if I can get something from my own business and make more money and do things that are fulfilling, I can win at both. Totally. Totally. You can have the and in there, right? This and that. We just got to work through how it's going to work and be willing to put in those steps and do the work. I'm going to share blips from my book. So there are two types of beliefs, empowered beliefs and limiting beliefs. We're going to zero in on five super common limiting limiting beliefs. I don't like saying that. I'm going to have to say broken beliefs because when something doesn't work, it's broken. Number one, I don't have the time, quote unquote. Budgeting and managing money takes time and I'm too busy to figure out the money stuff. The truth is, if it's important enough to you and you have a big enough reason why, now you will find the time. You will make space for it because it's too important not to prioritize. Remember, who pays the price for the result of your inaction, right? Remember your big fat reason why now. I don't have the time is code for this is not a priority. If you have a pen and paper, I hope that you do, write this down. Quote unquote, I don't have the time is code for this is not a priority, quote unquote, okay, period. I have in parentheses here, as I'm typing this, I'm taking a spoonful of my own medicine because I put writing this book off for several years due to lack of time in my day, which is total bullshit. I wrote that. All right, so ask yourself, write this down. What do I need to do to make this money stuff a priority? What do I need to do to make this money stuff a priority? I'm going to move on. You can answer that now or later, but I'm going to move on. Broken belief number two, the timing isn't right. So the first two are really about time, but it's different. There's, I don't have the time. Like I don't have the time in the day. And then there's the timing isn't right. This isn't for now because, because of X, Y, Z, the timing isn't right. So I'm too much of a hot mess. So this is quote unquote, I'm too, too much of a hot mess and I have way too much going on right now. Lot, this is what a lot of people say, right? I'll do this as soon as. As soon as my schedule clears, quote unquote, as soon as I finish this other big project, as soon as I get through this other big mess of clutter in my life, I'll get my financial shit together, right? As soon as nothing. Stop it with the as soon as BS. So what? You have a full life. That's life. The truth is life will always be full. There will always be a bunch of shit to throw into the pile. The laundry cycle is never ending. So if you don't get a good system down, it'll always be unmanageable. 
right? I know because I've gone through the life where laundry was unmanageable, right? This is just as an, a metaphor, but or an analogy, but start with the money and see how the rest starts to function. Stop waiting to finish other things first, because you'll be saying as soon as for the rest of your life until the end, when you realize the bad timing, quote unquote, turned into never, quote unquote. Okay. Broken belief number three, it's normal to be broke. This one is a big one, you guys. It's big. Like I always felt like it was so normal. Like I just got up, oh, this is my normal. And this was that I saw broke growing up. So totally fine. So many people are broke and I'm just, this is a quote. So many people are broke and I'm just another normal person having the same problems as the general population. Sure, there is actual valid validity to this statement. Yes, it's normal. Yes, it's common. Yes, it's typical. Yes, it's ordinary. Why in the hell would you want to be lumped into the ordinary, quote unquote, category of people? I'm guessing since you're still here reading this book, you are not like the common crowd. I'm guessing you don't want to be normal. I'm fairly certain you want to normalize being extraordinary. The truth is what's normal and common will get you common results. So take the uncommon path. Just because you know a bunch of people in massive amounts of debt doesn't mean that's what's best for you. Maybe your inner circle is doing the normal thing by staying in a cycle of living check to check lifestyle. If you have a reference group that's broke, quote unquote, maybe that needs to be evaluated. Ask yourself, do I want to be ordinary or extraordinary? Broken belief number four, I don't make enough money to manage. And this is going on a lot right now, okay? This is a really common one. I don't make enough money to manage. So I've heard this one way too many times. And if you make an income of any amount, that statement is simply not true. The stories go something like this. I don't make enough money for a budget to work for me, quote unquote. I have more in bills than income, so why bother getting on a budget, quote unquote. I can barely afford to pay my minimum household bills, so how's a budget going to help me, quote unquote. People often think because they're living check to check, they don't make enough money. Although it may be true that there is not enough income to support basic living needs, if you're not fully aware of the amount of money coming in and especially the amount of money going out, how can it be fair to say you don't make enough money to manage? Here's my point. While you've been so focused on keeping the lights on and feeding yourself and your family, you've missed out on taking inventory of what you have already. That's probably speaking to me and my past self, but anyways, reframe it. I don't make a lot of money which is the biggest reason paying attention to it is the responsible thing to do, quote unquote, right? So the truth is the more money you make, the more there is to manage. So getting good at managing the little bit you have now will make it a lot easier to manage later when you have more coming in. Wouldn't you rather figure this stuff out now while you're dealing with small potatoes? When you start bringing in the big bucks, you'll be ready to not only receive it, but manage it and grow it. When money is managed well, it grows exponentially. Okay. Broken belief number five, who do I think I am? 
yep, this is a biggie. I could be way off base. And in, and in parentheses, I say, I think I am on base though. But it's my personal belief that this one creates the biggest bottleneck for most. All right, wait for it. Here we are again, going back to the childhood stuff. Hear me out. Our conditioning is a res response to our environment. We either lean in or we turn against the things we learn, but it's always there. And regardless of whether you're following the path of your parental legacy or heading in a perpendicular direction, you may be hearing this deep down voice that's more like a vibrational tug in your body that keeps you stuck because you think you're not worthy because you come from a long line of people who weren't worthy of wealth. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at Financial Fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind. <laughs>